So I'm going to talk about this news about, uh, you know, New York State passing this bill that, that it's going to be signed by the governor of New York to outlaw Bitcoin mining that doesn't use green energy or renewable sources of energy. And uh, so this isn't a complete New York ban. This is just a ban on, on um, you know, traditional fossil fuel use to mine Bitcoin. Basically anything that's not wind or solar. I think that's pretty much everything um, it's banning is, is basically anything that's not considered renewable. Now, the Bitcoiners, you know, they kind of see the writing on the wall here. They understand that any kind of Bitcoin mining is bad for them. And they, uh, you know, they're up in, they're up in arms about this because they see the writing on the wall. They see the future. I'm going to argue that um, from a libertarian, I'm a libertarian. And I'm going to argue that it's in the people's right to ban Bitcoin mining completely. And that's because the Bitcoiners have, they're not just a regular consumer of power. Um, it's not just like saying to some random business, you can't consume power because we don't like you. Uh, the Bitcoiners have um, a huge lobby. They have a huge lobby. They've been setting energy policy. Now, I don't know about New York because I live in Texas, but I know about Texas and they've been lobbying state officials, the ERCOT grid operator, which is the operator of the Texas grid, the electric grid that we have here. And they have been instrumental in um, getting certain energy policies to go their way. So uh, they've been partnering with the grid here. They've been basically directing or influencing energy policy here in Texas. Um, and it's really funny that they've actually been partnering with this ERCOT grid in Texas who wants to go green. This, this ERCOT grid has this um, green energy desire to be, to, to be as green as possible, to have as much renewables on this grid as possible. And I just watched this, this um, meeting, I guess you'd call it, yeah. Austin Bitcoiners Meetup Club. They actually live streamed it last night. And I watched it this morning and I saw the, um, the head of Windstone uh, Power. His name is like Chad Harris, I think. They call him Giga Chad. But he, um, he is now, he got, his company got bought out by Riot Blockchain, a mining company, a public mining company of Bitcoin. They bought his company out and now, you know, this guy, Giga Chad or Chad Harris is, is, you know, he's got some executive role at Riot, um, the company. So he was there asking questions or answering questions um, about mining and about how, you know, um, they're, they're going to help the community. And, and when I, when I watched this, this um, meeting, like, a couple things stood out to me, and I know I'm, I'm diverting from my whole, um, pro, you know, claim that, that New York miners, you know, that New York State should have banned all Bitcoin mining. But this, I think, I think this goes to show, I think this will help explain why I feel that way as a libertarian, why I feel that um, Bitcoin mining actually should be completely banned. Because in New York right now, they just want to ban, you know, 
certain non-renewable sources of Bitcoin mining. But uh, during this interview, um, this this um, this head of uh, I don't know what his jo- his job is now, but he's he's an executive at Riot. And he started Winstone, which um, is in Rockdale, which is just a huge facility of Bitcoin mining that happens to be on the grid. So there's this whole concept of on the grid mining versus off the grid mining. What they mean is that on the grid means that Bitcoin miners have get their power from the ERCOT grid. Off grid Bitcoin mining means that they they have um, procured energy sources, you know, that don't relate to the power grid and the power grid operator. But we're talking about a huge facility. Um, I don't know the numbers, but it's it's pretty big. Um, that they're getting their mining from. They're, sorry, they're getting their power from the Texas grid operator. So basically, you can think of this as they can only operate to the extent that they please the Texas grid operator. And um, the way that this guy described how he went about starting this project, because before it was Riot, it was Winstone. So he described it as. He didn't really want to sell Bitcoin to these people and to the local community and to the politicians that were that he had to bribe, basically, or convince to set up, you know, this huge <laughs> mining facility. But he he basically said, I'm going to bring lots of jobs to your community. And it's all about the jobs. Uh, I'm going to put people in Rockdale, this you know, small rural Texas town to work. Um, and so if I can create this many jobs, you know, you should go for it. You should give me tax breaks. Now, he alluded to certain tax breaks that he has, uh, and I don't know to, you know, the extent of what really he was talking about here, but he alluded to that he got some kind of tax breaks for stuff that, that his company bought to set up this huge mining facility, and he talks about all the people that he employs in this small town. Um, and and the way that he sold this was, was basically, I'll create jobs. Not that Bitcoin is great, not that Bitcoin is sound money. Not that Bitcoin is, you know, going to be the future of whatever, like the Bitcoiners usually say. It was, I'll bring jobs to your community. Well, every single businessman, basically, that wants to set up shop in a town says the same thing. Um, so now it's all about jobs, and it's all about their, their goal of stabilizing the Texas grid. So it's, not, so it's about what they can do for the community of Rockdale, and then what they can do to stabilize the grid. And I have a problem, you know, as a libertarian, somebody just offering jobs in a non-productive activity. So Bitcoin is a non-productive activity. Um, and who, who's to say that these jobs are going to be there in five or ten years? Uh, no, basically, it's just speculation on the price of where Bitcoin's going to be if these jobs are going to even exist. And in my opinion, they aren't going to exist because all of this all of this is built on a non-productive, you know, bubble activity called Bitcoin or crypto in general. And it's going to end whenever we have, um, whenever we see uh, the cheap money error sort of, sort of dissipate. Uh, but, but they're, you know, basically the, the concept is if it's a non-productive activity, which no Bitcoiner can really say it's not, it's a non-productivity, non-productive activity because it doesn't actually create real wealth. It is a zero-sum game. It's a wealth transfer activity. Bitcoin is a wealth transfer activity. And the mining itself ends up being a zero-sum game. Sorry, a negative-sum game. Where, because they have to spend all these resources on Bitcoin mining, this is electricity that's, quote-unquote, wasted to produce nothing. So all it's going towards is to 
to propagate to further um, propagate Bitcoin into the future because it constantly needs mining to power it into existence. Uh, it's just a waste because it's it's not creating um, a higher liver, living standard for people. It's not giving people something of value that they need. It's allowing some people to get rich at the expense of, you know, conning other people into buying their their Bitcoin at higher and higher prices. But that's not real wealth creation. That's just a wealth transfer. So some people are getting wealthy and some people are, are lifting their living standards. Yes, only because only to the extent at which they're able to con more and more people into buying this asset called Bitcoin that basically uh, allows them to get get out at a uh, you know better price than they got in. That's all that's going on. All the while we're wasting electricity, um, basically crunching these these math puzzles uh, for a computer, right, to solve the Bitcoin puzzle to get the new Bitcoin issuance or reward of Bitcoin, the new the new issuance of Bitcoin that goes to the miners. Uh, but now, you know, so they try to, so, you know, Parker Lewis was on here and, and this Giga Chad guy, and they were saying, you know, the, the best way to sell this idea to, to, to other grids or other, other Bitcoin miners that want to set up shop is to not talk about the virtues of Bitcoin because Bitcoin is hard to understand, you know, so if you want to preach Bitcoin is sound money, right, that's sort of a losing strategy. And, you know, that, that, that sort of sent off a red flag in my mind. Now, I don't believe Bitcoin is sound money at all, but, you know, the fact that they can't explain it to, to people um, is a red flag for the normal person to say, uh, if you can't explain it in a way that I can understand it easily, it means it's a bunch of BS. Like, it means that you there's no real value here. Like, you shouldn't have to spend, you know, 300 days trying to figure out what Bitcoin is uh, and still not really figure it out. And and this thing just be just something that you just don't understand, but it's so great. I mean, no, no one, no one normal thinks like that. Um, and the fact that they, they realize this is sort of, it, it, it was a red flag in my mind. It was the first time I heard somebody honestly talk about Bitcoin, uh, this, this, this idea that it's going to be sound money as not a good selling point, like not. And I just thought, yeah, it's not a good selling point because nobody believes it because it's not true and it can't be explained easily. So what they said is that we got to explain why these Bitcoin miners should come to a grid uh, for the virtue of helping, you know, a mine, helping stabilize the grid. Sorry. So sorry. So, so they want to provide these demand response services. And this guy who is GigaChat and he works at this riot company, who's a, it's a public company. It's a publicly traded company. And he's just lying. And I'm like, this is securities fraud because you cannot say that you're providing this facility that binds Bitcoin. He's trying to pretend like if he shuts off power, it means power is available to someone else because they act like a Bitcoin battery. Well, they are not a they are not electricity generators. They are electricity consumers. And just because you shut off your power, um, yes, that might help. Right. That might help lower demand. But that doesn't mean that generation exists to transfer to somebody else. Just because you bought a power contract, you know, through the through, through some kind of, you know, futures forward market and locked in the low cost of electricity to buy for your mining of Bitcoin for the whole year doesn't mean that you are the producer of this power, doesn't mean that you can guarantee this power. It just means that you bought a contract and that can benefit from selling it, right, from selling it when these prices of energy spike. 
uh, whenever we have, you know, approaching blackouts, whenever we have a crunch on the uh, supply side. Um, but they're trying to pretend like they're this battery and they even make these claims, you know, even on this interview, this guy says, Bitcoin is like a battery. Our miners are like batteries. We can like power off in five seconds and the electricity can go to somebody else and we can, you know, help, help the grid because help stabilize the grid because we can lower demand. Yeah. You're lowering demand, but that doesn't mean electricity is just there for others to consume because you're not a generator. You're, you're fundamentally not a generator. There's all kinds of reasons why the power might not be there. Even if they bought it at low prices, it may not be there. And that that's because they're not a generator. And because, you know, there's certain, um, there's certain like weather phenomena that could, could be impacting whether, you know, uh, solar could, could be producing the wind may not be blowing. Right. So the wind may not be, um, be able to be generated. There's all these reasons why our plant might be down, you know, so there's all these reasons why something just might not be generated. So it doesn't matter if you just cut down your supply, sorry, cut down your demand and, and promise to turn it off. That doesn't mean the electricity necessarily is going to be there. And, you know, the problem is, is these Bitcoin miners, um, they have an incentive to push renewables, just like the aircraft grid wants to push renewables. These Bitcoin miners have every incentive to push renew more and more renewables on the grid because they have this structure on the grid that gives them an advantage. They say, hey, if there's more renewables on the grid, the Texas grid is more volatile in prices and in generation. So we can pretend like we can solve this problem by turning off and lowering our demand and pretending like we're really doing something crucial. I'm not saying they're not doing anything here. I'm not saying that they're not, you know, helping offload demand. I, obviously they are, but they can't promise. They can't say that this, this extra, you know, su you know, supply theoretically that would have been generated to go to them, that it can go to somebody else because they don't control that aspect of the generation. And they have no idea fundamentally if it's, if it's being produced, you know, and if it's going to go to anybody else, all they're doing is saying, I bought a power contract in the market and, you know, I'm willing to sell this and I bought it really low price. So I'm willing to sell it really high. So they're making money from the contract. They're making money from ERCOT, who's partnering with them to pay them to turn off uh, when they, you know, basically when they want them to turn off. And I've heard rumors that it's a voluntary thing. They, they get paid either way, which I think is, is kind of crazy. But, you know, I have to look into that more. Um, but this, 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 this guy who's this, you know, public, he, he's an executive of a public company and you cannot lie like fundamentally about your business and, and what you services you provide to the public. That's, that's called securities fraud in my book. And, 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 you know, this is just one, one, re, you know, one way to get, you know, riot blockchain, but another way to get them is to say, you know, look, you are violating uh, money transmission laws. So every company, it's called a financial institution that basically provides transfer of value services um, is considered a money transmitter and they must sign up and they must register with the BSA uh, entity, right? Uh, BSA is basically, I don't know what it stands for, but it's, it's basically the regulator uh, that, looks at, 
you know, who is, is moving money and you're supposed to abide by some types of rules that, that, you know, banks, basically financial institutions, um, are required to abide by. And that's like, you know, KYC, you have to know your customer. You have to report certain transaction sizes. You have to report suspicious transactions. Are the Bitcoin miners doing any of this? Uh, no. And, and fundamentally, and you know, it's, 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 it's so obvious. Like they go on CNBC and they say, oh, yeah, Bitcoin's great. It's a, we, we can, we can move billions of dollars and pay hardly anything. So they, they admit that they're moving funds, right? Number one. And number two, um, they, they say that, that it's okay because, uh, somehow it's decentralized. Well, we know a lot of these, these miners, at least that exist in the United States, we know who they are. You know, the, these people, um, they have public companies, they're registered with the SEC, you know, they, they, they're supposed to, um, you know, they're, they're basically, uh, we know who they are. Like there's, there's economies of scale. There's not that many of them. Uh, we can go after them. Why aren't we, why aren't we forcing them to abide by the rules? Like every other financial institution. That's what I want to know is why, why are Bitcoin miners getting a free pass? Why, you know, it's not like right now your big Bitcoin miners, it's not your average Joe, you know, in his apartment back in like, you know, what it might've been in 2010. It's these big companies who have access to public markets, who, you know, whose market cap is, is huge, who are, who are lobbying politicians, uh, taking pictures with the governor of, of Texas and, you know, all the ERCOT people. I mean, these people are well known who they are. Now, uh, the Bitcoin miners um, continue to to pretend like they're not moving value. Yet they that they claim that Bitcoin is a value transfer system. You know, it's a it's a payment technology. So how are they able to go on to like CNBC and proclaim you know, the virtues of what they do, right? They, they basically move money. And yet they're not regulated like they move money. You know, the Bitcoiners will say, well, we created this awesome technology called blockchain where the Bitcoin miners don't have to actually intercept directly the, the payment flow. So uh, they basically have to stamp approval of the uh, transaction in Bitcoin, but they never actually receive the value in Bitcoin. They don't actually have control. But you know what? That doesn't actually matter because the amended law of the Patriot Act that includes the you know, money transmitter laws basically says if you're moving value through any means possible, it doesn't matter how you're doing it. They don't care. They don't care about the technology. They care about the concept called, are you moving value for people, currency equivalent value? And if you are, if you're moving value for people, for, for people from A to B, you know, you are you are basically moving, um, you are moving value as a business. You are a financial institution. You need to abide by the, you know, money transmission laws, BSA laws. You need to register in every single state where you have customers. Customers would be anybody who's making a transaction in Bitcoin and then sending it to the mempool, right, to be confirmed because the miners are integral to this system. Uh, if it weren't for miners, this system would collapse this is not really a peer-to-peer -peer system because you're not really sending a transfer to your peer like you might do in physical cash. You're having to send it to the internet, to these nodes who end up giving it to a miner to uh, confirm and put it in the block because the block itself is the source of truth for these Bitcoiners. So who writes to the block? Who adds a block and what gets in the block? Well, a miner, a miner who wins the puzzle in time, 
who um, can put all these transactions, put their stamp of approval of these transactions inside this block. And it's not considered confirmed until you look at the blocks, right? And you look at maybe, you know, six, five or six of these blocks that have been, you know, added onto. So the miners are intermediaries. The miners can order transactions. The miners can block transactions if they want to. Um, the miners should technically be KYCing miner, KYCing all these all these people who send these transactions. They should have to know who who is what, who is who from the addresses, um, and they don't currently right now. And the Bitcoiners think, well, we're decentralized, so you can never control us. Well, we know who the U.S. miners are, and you know they're having to lobby pretty hard, right, to be able to continue to mine. Um, in, in states like New York, and I think eventually in Texas, because, you know, when prices are this high for energy, um, you're going to get a lot of pushback. You're gonna, because, you know, just normal economics to your average Joe says, hey, these Bitcoin miners have come here. They're competing for electricity. They're pushing up price. That's just basics, basic, you know, uh, economics 101. You don't even need to go to school for that. That's just, that's just common knowledge. Um, as soon as people figure out these Bitcoin miners are also trying to set grid policy, energy policy in their favor, they're aligning themselves with green power, you know, green energy. They're becoming energy little fascists, you know, even though they pretend to be like for free markets and for energy freedom, they're really not. They just because um, no no Bitcoin miner I've ever seen is calling out the tax breaks for renewables. You know, they're not calling this out. And why wouldn't they? I mean, aren't they supposed to be sort of anti-government? They're supposed to be free market. They're supposed to be, you know, everyone should should compete fairly. Well, why are we why are they okay with giving tax breaks to certain types of energy energy generators? Well, because they themselves um, benefit from this. So these people are not principled. These people basically are short term people because you know, the, the green energy people are going to throw them under the bus. They're going to blame them for high prices of fuel. They're going to blame them for high gas prices. The public is going to be very upset. And this is a great play. If you're a Democrat, I don't know. The Democrats are not really capitalizing on this. And they could seriously be capitalizing on this. They could basically be blaming the Bitcoiners for almost all um, gas and electric um, inflation. Now, I don't believe that's necessarily true, that, that they, they hold the blame, right? But I believe that they hold some of the blame. And the fact that this isn't being exploited in the Democratic Party tells me they have no idea what's going on here. Um, and in Texas, where the race is, is very tight and Democrats probably have a low shot of winning, um, I'm surprised this hasn't come up. I'm really surprised, and I think it's because the public is not aware of what's going on here. Uh, the public is is just, they're clueless. Um, but the Democrats could seriously blame all of these price spikes. Uh, it'd be better to explain to blame them on the Bitcoin miners than they are with Russia. Because, I mean, a lot of people kind of see through this Russia blaming business. Uh, they don't believe it. Um, but you could probably convince a lot of people that, the, the fault falls on the Bitcoin miners and, you know, Bitcoin, Bitcoin is down. Um, a lot of people are probably at a loss and you could, no one understands Bitcoin, but they understand that their price is going up for electricity. Their prices are going up for gas, that there's, there's, there's just all these warnings of, of 
blackouts that might appear because we just don't have enough uh, power. They know that Bitcoin miners have been coming to Texas, or at least that could be easily explained. Uh, so you could easily blame this, you know, very easily on these Bitcoin miners. And I am fed up with these Bitcoin miners because they're not for energy freedom. They're for certain types of energy, the green energy movement. You know, they're, they're not criticizing the structure of our grid, which is trying to go mostly renewable. Um, they're for exploiting this structure so that it, it advantages them and their movement. Um, so I want to see them banned. Um, I don't like them uh, lobbying Ted Cruz and other government officials of Texas. I don't like them partnering with the ERCOT grid. I want to see them sued, you know, and, 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 and basically I want to see some of them go to jail. <laughs> uh, so I have this motive to see Bitcoin end. Um, and I, I just don't like Bitcoin. I don't like all the fraud of Bitcoin. I don't believe any of the stories that the Bitcoin pumpers say. Um, I think it's a massive you know, waste of resources. And I, I wouldn't normally be so against, you know, telling telling somebody they can't buy energy. But I feel I fear I feel very comfortable telling the Bitcoin miners that they shouldn't be allowed to buy buy energy here, even as a libertarian, because they're messing with energy policy. And when you start messing with energy policy, when you start putting your lobbyists in place, um, then I feel like you're you're starting a political battle. Uh, you're no longer politically neutral. You're no longer just an innocent consumer of power, even if you were consuming a lot of power. They're no longer innocent players here. They're trying to dictate energy policy, and it's ultimately going to be bad for the people of Texas. Uh, it's going to lower you know, our living standards. We're going to have, have blackouts. They want us to be beholden to the weather here and not have cheap power. Uh, so I think... I think that they deserve to be politically, financially, and morally crushed, uh, these people who, um, you know, there's some Bitcoiners who don't like the green movement, but yet they, they don't call it out. They seem to partner with it anyways, because for, for them, all they care about is what's good for Bitcoin. And at the end of the day, they don't want to criticize any other person who's pro-Bitcoin who might be setting up, you know, a renewable shop, right, that, that, that takes advantage of renewable subsidies that takes advantage of this ERCOT grid partnership where they can participate in demand response. Uh, they don't want to criticize this, even though they don't believe in it, because they think it'll hurt Bitcoin in the long run. And so um, these people are despicable in my eyes. They're disgusting. Um, I don't like them. <laughs> and I will, I'm a libertarian, but I will align myself with Democrats to see Bitcoin crushed and to see these Bitcoiners crushed and to see Bitcoin mining crushed. Uh, you know, they could have gone, the Bitcoin miners, they, even though I hate Bitcoin and I think it's a bunch of fraud uh, and it only exists because there's a massive bubble, they could have stayed out of energy policy. And if they would have done that, I might have left them alone. You know, I might have said, you know, I'm not going to be so against the Bitcoin miners. I'm going to leave them alone. I'm not going to call out the fact that they're breaking all these laws, these tra money transmitter laws, but they decided to not do that. They decided they're going to invest themselves in, in changing the, the, the structure of the grid and pretend like they're good for the grid and that, you know, they're going to be the answer to renewable energy and on the grid and how we have to have demand response to help stabilize the grid. They decided they wanted to go political, you know, and they're going political outside the energy, energy industry as well. They're, they're trying to make 
Bitcoin legal tender in different states, which is basically forcing people to accept Bitcoin for payments of debt. Uh, and I don't like their statist attitude. It, it really pisses me off. Um, and, you know, I really want to see their industry punished. And I really want to see the people that are breaking the law, like the Bitcoin miners who are clearing these federal laws, right? Why are they allowed to get away with this? There's, there's, there's people that are lawyers that are very, very smart, high up, that know they're breaking the law. The question is, why are they allowing it? I, I don't understand. They're being bribed. Are they being paid off? Do they really not understand what Bitcoin mining is? You know, maybe they don't. Maybe they just think it's a new reward of Bitcoin. But it's not just the new reward of Bitcoin. It's confirming transactions. need to know about what Bitcoin is and what these Bitcoin miners are doing, you know. And then when they try to say, oh, well, we're not money transmitters, they have no arguments. They have no arguments that stick. This is their weak point. You go after the Bitcoin miners, you accuse them of violating federal law, and they're done. You know, now they can go to, to Kazakhstan or some other country, and Bitcoin can survive in a much, you know, lower, you know, lower fashion, right? It's not going to be anywhere. It's not going to be anywhere where it is now as far as price or as far as publicity, but it's going, it's, it, it can survive. Sure. But it's not going to be able to be these huge Bitcoin miners that basically are taking advantage of public markets, you know, and able to raise a bunch of money to mine Bitcoin and, and bribe all these politicians uh, to get these sweetheart deals that they're doing right now to exploit our, our grid our infrastructure, the way it's set up, um, to basically in line, you know, align their own pockets. And we are no longer a first world country. We are no longer a country where energy is affordable for everybody, where we have the luxury of mining Bitcoin, where we're mining this non-productive uh, asset, right, for some people to to play around with. We, we, we need this energy for food, we need it for shelter, we need it for basic necessities. And this country doesn't you know there's a lot of poor people here we can't afford to mine bitcoin i'm sorry you know the bitcoin the bitcoin miners decided to make energy very expensive with the policies that they they promote so now they need to reap the consequences they need to be put in their place they need to they need to have a mob basically go after them and say no we we're not going to pay this much for electricity just so you can mine your your precious bitcoin um people need to go after these these people i think the mob needs to be sent on these bitcoin people Bitcoin miners, the Bitcoin pumpers, all these people committing fraud, all these people that are basically uh, responsible for these horrible energy policies and, you know, uh, responsible for bribing all these politicians to give them what they want. It's absolutely disgusting. Um, and I can't wait uh, for more people to wake up. I mean, I don't know how, how long it's going to take. Uh, it, may, may, it may take a long, long time, but eventually Bitcoin will collapse on its own. But I'd really like to bring Bitcoin, <laughs> Bitcoin's collapse uh, forward into the future uh, where there's a bunch of angry people that are very, very upset with these Bitcoiners and, and uh, you know, turn on them. They want them to buy their bags. I want them to put them, you know, I want these people, regular Joes, to, to, pit, to uh, vote for all for politicians to put these Bitcoiners in jail.